0: Welcome and hello. So glad you could join us for another edition of On the Road with the Legal Talk Network. This is Patrick Palace and I'm the host for this episode which is being recorded here live from Nashville, Tennessee at the Clio Con Conference. Clio number 10 this year. Mm. Uh, Joining me, I have Gita Uh, Daswani. Welcome to the show, so glad to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Before we get started, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Tell me where you work and a little bit about what you do. Yeah,
1: so I'm a solicitor and I started my practice in 2019 I specialize in commercial law, which means I help businesses and entrepreneurs uh, set up their legal framework. Um, and that includes drafting and reviewing their contracts, employment contracts, terms and conditions, uh, and anything that is
0: non contentious. So there's a reason that you and I are having this conversation today. It's because of, I'm going to say, all of the lawyers, and I'll include solicitors, in the entire world. You and your firm were chosen by Clio as the recipients, the winners of the Excellence in Client Service Award. I'm going to ask about why you won that award and what you do in your practice that is so critical. But can I start here? Tell me what it was like when they made the announcement that you had won this award.
1: Oh my god, I can't tell you. So this announcement came uh, via email. And when I opened the email, I literally read it three times because I thought I'd read it wrong the first time. And then the second time and I was like, no, I need to read it again to make sure I've read it right. Uh, And of course, I was over the moon uh, when it all sunk in and I realized that I'd actually won.
0: Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. I know it's a big deal because you flew from London here to to Nashville to get this award last night in front of. 2,000-plus people who applauded for you in the acceptance of the award.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm humbled, definitely.
0: I want to know a little bit about about the things that you do. And and I'm going to assume, unless you tell me otherwise, there really is no difference between being a solicitor or being a lawyer when it comes to how you treat your clients in a successful business. True?
1: Yeah, true, of course. And, I mean, it's not just um, client experience, it should be the same across the board, regardless of the industry. Uh, so it's not whether you're a lawyer, solicitor or any other business owner, it should just have the same meaning. Uh, great client experience should be at the core of what you do.
0: I know there's got to be a couple of uh, key things that you can say. These are the things that I prioritize in my client relationships. And I wonder if you can just share maybe a couple of those bullet points of what you prioritize in providing a brilliant, seamless, client-centric experience.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, So I think The two things that are key, one is listening to your clients and understanding their requirements, their background, what is it that they're looking for to determine if you're a good fit or not and how best you can service them. And secondly, communicating. So I think it's very important to keep following up with your client. To make sure that uh, they, uh, they feel looked after and um, that you're doing everything that, that they need and that they appreciate, yeah.
0: Now, you do something that's, that's unique, perhaps, in the way that you select your clients. You don't accept anybody who comes in the door and say, oh, you need services? I'll give them to you, right? I mean, don't you have a, a bit of a mission or a way that criteria for who you accept?
1: Well, the criteria? No, I mean I love working with good people. I think it should be good energy, and uh, which is why I always start with a discovery call, which is uh, a no-obligation call, so there's no charge for it, and um, and that's when you know uh, I chat with the potential customer, get to know them, uh, and it's also an opportunity for them to know me, yeah, uh, and uh, and to realize if we're a good fit for one another, and um, yeah, if it's going to be a, a good. Uh, professional collaboration.
0: So you're making sure that before you even take on the case that you guys are a good fit. You share common interests or at least you're on the same page for what you can offer and what they need.
1: Definitely, yes.
0: And what about scope? Are you focused on types of companies uh, that fit a certain profile, be it you know, diversity, equity, inclusion or, uh, or other kind of uh, descriptors for your for your clients?
1: Yeah, I mean I'm I'm really passionate about helping startups, but the other uh, and that's actually one of my visions as well. The reason why I started my own practice was to be able to help businesses, ethical businesses, so cruelty-free, sustainable and change-led businesses and that is where my passion lies. Uh so um I proactively try and associate myself with uh with those clients.
0: And tell me when you, when you started your firm, and it's the, the Suwannee Law Company, right? That's that you have? Correct. All right, you have a mission. Tell me a little bit about your mission.
1: Well, there's two, actually. One was to help businesses and entrepreneurs because I come from a family of business owners. And I know um, as entrepreneurs, you know, you're passionate about your ideas and about setting up the business. uh, But um, oftentimes people are lost when it comes to uh, the legal side of things or it's always on the back burner because of various reasons. But it's very important, especially in this day and age, to be compliant, to be legally compliant so that your business doesn't fall into trouble. So you don't expose yourself to liabilities uh, and it's just important to protect your business to mitigate risk and that can only be done if you have like a good legal framework so I thought okay fine I'm going to help startups and businesses achieve that and then the second thing was yeah the ethical side of things yeah. uh, to, to be able to, to make an impact in my own way. So I, I realized early on I couldn't make a direct impact because I'm not an innovator. I'm, you know, I can't do those things. Uh, but by helping, by supporting businesses that are doing these things, maybe I can yeah, contribute
0: indirectly. I love the mission. I love the purpose. I love a, a, a driven purpose law firm. It's fun to hear the, your inspiration. Share with me how you measure success in, in your firm.
1: Yeah, so um, I request, so once the matter's concluded, um, I request my clients to give me feedback and to leave me a review. Initially, I used to send out client survey forms, uh, but uh, I've upgraded to Google reviews now. And uh, yeah, once matter is concluded, I'll request the client to leave me feedback. And that's very important for self-assessment, for me to know if the client's been happy or not. Uh, but also, otherwise, I do check in with my clients and ask them, you know, if they've understood the deliverables. So if I've drafted a contract, I will ask them, you know, have you understood everything? Is there a clause you don't understand? Should I explain why, you know, we've... Uh, drafted it in a particular way. Uh, so that constant communication is there until matter conclusion. And after that, the, the last step is for them to leave me a review.
0: So we're running out of time. And I want to make sure I get to this, this question, uh, and I know it's a tough one, but I'm going to ask you to read the tea leaves here for me, and I'm, I'm getting a little bit about that. But why do you think Clio chose you and your firm as the Excellent in Client Services Award? What sets your firm apart?
1: Honestly, I'm really humbled that Cleo chose me as this year's uh, winner in this category, but um, I'd like to believe they... They checked my reviews, which I didn't know at the time. (laughs) And I only just learned now that they'd gone through uh, the reviews that clients had left me. And I think they also appreciated the fact that I was offering payment plans to my clients, especially during COVID, um, because that was a difficult period for everyone. And not everyone could afford to pay upfront. And then I helped them spread costs uh, by offering payment plans, which was greatly appreciated by clients, especially at that time. So maybe that's why.
0: So tell me this, what's next? What can we expect to see from you in the future? Where are you going from here?
1: Going with the flow, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love, I mean, I love the category that Clio has, community champion. And I think that's, that's something that I'd like to do more of uh, to, to, to help ethical businesses and just, yeah, contribute in that way.
0: <laughs> I suspect that people are going to want to hear more from you and about you and might want to reach out to you directly. If one of our listeners wants to chat with you or tweet to you or yeah. <laughs> email you, tell us where we can find you.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, drop me a line um, at geeta at the dlc.co.uk. And I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and it's um, the Daswani Lo Co. Yeah, that's the handle.
0: And Daswani is D-A-S-W-A-N-I, right? That's
1: correct. Yes, that's my last name.
0: (laughs) Well, congratulations on winning this award. That is such a big deal, and it's an honor and a pleasure to meet you and have a few minutes uh, to chat with with you uh, pleasure is
1: mine. Thank you.
0: Well, my friends, we have reached the end of the road for this episode. I want to thank our guest, Gita Daswani, for joining us uh, today. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. If you like what you've heard, please rate and leave us a review in your favorite podcast app. We'll see you next time for another episode of On The Road with the Legal Talk Network. Consult a lawyer.